I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. and welcome to Thoughts from the Hairy Head, the weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 80 of Thoughts from the Hairy Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to talk about taming the federal behemoth. So before I get deep into our topic for today, I wanted to remind you that I do have a free ebook available. It's called The Power of No. And if you're interested in how to limit federal authority and stop unconstitutional federal actions, this is the ebook for you. The subtitle is The Historical and Constitutional Basis for State Nullification to Limit Federal Power and Its Practical Application. And that's exactly what you will learn in this book. It's a pretty short read. It'll give you a good overview, and uh, I hope you'll download it. So head over to my website, michaelmeharry.com. I will provide a link in the show notes page for this show if you want to head over that way, and you can download that ebook for free. So the big brouhaha this week has been all about the appointment of Betsy DeVos as the Secretary of the Department of Education. She did end up being confirmed, but it took a tie-breaking vote by Vice President Mike Pence to put her over the edge. Nevertheless, DeVos is now the Secretary of Education, and some people are absolutely horrified because they think she might gut the federal agency. And uh, on the other hand, some people are thrilled because, well, (laughs) for the very same reason, they hope that she will gut the federal agency. So a lot of people have asked me, well, Mike, what do you think? Well, I have to be honest with you. I think the whole damn department shouldn't even exist. Look, the federal government has no constitutional authority to meddle in education at all. There is no delegated authority. Read through Article 1, Section 8, and you will find not even a hint at a power to implement federal education policy. Some of the founders even mentioned education as something that would remain with the states. You know, you look at what Madison said about federal authority. He said, the uh, powers of the federal government are few and defined. Those which remain to the states and the people are, are numerous and indefinite. And he said that the things that have to do with the life, liberties, and prosperity of the people would belong to the state governments. Clearly, education falls under that rubric. Now, you're going to get some people, somebody might be screaming at their podcaster right now saying, well, general welfare, you dolt. But it's clear by the construction of the Constitution that the general welfare clause was not intended to empower Congress to do anything at once 
relating to the general welfare. If that was the case, why would they have bothered to enumerate powers in the first place? Alexander Hamilton actually made this exact argument in Federalist 83. He said, this specification of particulars, meaning the 18 enumerated powers of Article 1, Section 8, evidently excludes all pretension to a general legislative authority because an affirmative grant of special powers would be absurd as well as useless if a general authority was intended. I'll link in the show notes page to an article on the general welfare clause that will help you understand what that really means. But I mean, to me, this, the education issue, it's one of the things that is most clearly not a federal realm. It's not a federal power at all. But, you know, even beyond the constitutional issues, I can't for the life of me figure out why anybody thinks it's a good idea to let a monopoly run education. I mean, these same people would scream bloody murder if you suggested a monopoly should run their cell phone service. You know, they're always trying to break up monopolies. Progressives in particular hate monopolies, unless it's a government. Government monopoly, well, that's great. I call it governopoly. It's just mind-boggling that people actually believe a one-size-fits-all policy handed down by bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. is the best way to do education. I mean, really? It's especially weird to me that progressives have embraced this top-down approach because I remember when I was a kid, the Democrats were always all about, you know, think local, act local, be local, localism. But boy, when it comes to education, all of a sudden we need this federal behemoth to run everything. Anyway, to hear her detractors tell it, DeVos is going to completely destroy education in the United States. All of a sudden, we're going to have millions of kids graduating from high school that can't read. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, it's pretty much what we've got now. So, yeah, I'm not sure that DeVos can wreck the federal education system any more than it's already been wrecked. I mean, it's really kind of absurd to hold up the... Uh, the status quo that we have now is something that's worth preserving. So, you know, maybe she could help it a little bit, but I just can't imagine that she can make it any worse. I'm actually looking at this chart right now, and I'll I'll put it in the show notes. It shows the cost of a K through 12 public education, and this is actually inflation adjusted. So, total cost is the whole amount spent on. Uh, a K through 12 education of a student graduating in a given year. So it actually starts at 1970 and goes up through like 2015, it looks like. And so it has the total cost, and then it has uh, reading scores, math scores, and science scores. And when you look at this chart, you'll see that the amount of money being spent goes from like $55,000 in 1970 up to like $165,000 today. And yet the scores are utterly flat. Like it's almost a straight line. So you've got this huge line going up cost wise and this flat line across. So the point is this federal bureaucracy is not helping education. We're not educating kids with this federal agency. The federal agency is useless. We need to try something else. I'll tell you who has the right idea. Representative Thomas Massey from right here in my home state of Kentucky. Uh, his, his solution to the Department of Education is just get rid of it. On February 7th, Massey introduced a bill that would do just that. It's House Bill 899. 
and it's the shortest piece of legislation I've ever seen. It has one sentence. This is the bill. Quote, the Department of Education shall terminate on December 31st, 2018. That's it. <laughs> I love it. It's a nice, simple bill. Just absolutely shut the thing down. Massey based his proposal on constitutional grounds. He said neither Congress nor the president, through his appointees, has the constitutional authority to dictate how and what our children must learn. And he goes on and he makes the same point that, that I was making a minute ago, that, that monopolies are stupid. He said, unelected bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. should not be in charge of our children's intellectual and moral development. State and local communities are best positioned to shape curricula that meet the needs of their students. Schools should be accountable. Parents have the right to choose the most appropriate educational opportunity for their children, including homeschool, public school, or private school. So I'm with Massey on this, shut it down. And I think, quite frankly, that that would just be a start. While we're at it, we can also shut down the EPA, the DEA, the FDA, the uh, ATF. I mean, I could go through a whole long list of federal bureaucracies that we should just completely shut down. Now, when I say that, people are going to say, oh, this guy is nuts. But, you know, just look at OSHA regulations. Did you know that workplace deaths were actually trending downward before OSHA was ever created? And then after it was created, they basically continued downward at the same rate. So why do we need OSHA? I mean, it was already trending down. The point is we can do so many things without these federal bureaucracies. Why are we relying on monopoly government to do everything? I say, shut it all down. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I really appreciate you listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor and spread the word. Word of mouth is the best way to grow my audience. Feel free to send me any thoughts or ideas at michael.meharry at 10thamendmentcenter.com. And if you haven't done so already please subscribe over at iTunes. That's it. I'll talk to you next week.